This episode is brought to you by Karel Lokengi and Anne-Marie Fai. Thank you for your generous donation and continued support of our podcast. We see y'all. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. Okay. Would you rather be able to detect any lie you hear or get away with any lie you tell? Oh. oh. So I'll ask one more time so I'll give you guys some time like, to think. Ooh, that dress is cute. <laughs> Ooh, that girl. <laughs> Ooh. girl. Would, you ra- would you rather be able to detect any lie you hear or get away with any lie you tell? Mm. I'll go with that. Any I- lie I hear. Ooh. That's it's yours. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I'd rather be able to detect any lie here because I don't want the power. I, I think I could abuse power of being able to tell, tell any lie out. that I wanted mm. and not yeah, have people find that out. Mm. I don't think I want that power. I think that, uh, what is that? Uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Jeez. Oh, right. <laughs> they, they, well, look at this. Somebody's well read. Right? <laughs> I don't want to be able to just tell lies and never and have the confidence it's not gonna fi- not gonna be found out. So yeah. right. I think that keeps me in check. Me too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Integrity. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know when somebody's lying to me. Exactly. Uh, you want to know? Yeah, because I I don't like it when people lie to me. Mid sentence, you're like ah. Yeah, no, no. I already know you lied. I already know. Before you spoke. Before you opened your, before you walked over here. That radar was going off. Before you walked over here. I detect that shit. That's probably why you was thinking about it. That's part of having kids, though, is convincing them that you know. You don't have to know, but you just got to have your kids convinced that you know. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of times you're like, yeah, no, no, that's not working. And they they go for it. Oh, okay. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, I keep believing that. I don't know what year that ends, but I like it when they think it. Okay. What about you, Finder? I'd rather be able to detect any lie. Same here. Same here. Yeah. Don't be bullshitting me. Right. Why you bullshitting? (laughs) Why you bullshitting? Yeah, because if I catch you, (laughs) oh my God. That is even worse. You'd have to just not listen to debates or political speeches. Just turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> See, in that part, right, we would know. Like, like I know. I can, my detection. I think we know anyway. You're right. yeah. Yeah. You know anyway. You, you know when people are lying to you anyway. It's all. Is that twitch in their eyes? It's all in their face. <laughs> all in their face. At least I, could, I think I'm good at reading it. I, I do too. You know, I do too. You yeah. know, there's there's different tactics that folks body language say. Yeah. yeah, body language. I think there was two. Uh, there's one where like if somebody looks up to the left. Oh, that's uh, yeah. neuro linguistics. Uh, so I'm yeah. a, actually a certified forensic interviewer. Oh, there you I go. I do oh. hold a uh, uh, certification in kinesic interviewing and, okay. and forensic oh. interviewing. Um, so what you're talking about is uh, neuro linguistics. Um, if you look <laughs> up and to the right, that's create. So if I were to ask uh, someone, hey, think about uh, in your mind, think about a purple elephant, but it has a giraffe neck and you, they're creating that in their mind, most people are going to be looking up and to the looking right to the as, right, they, right? as yeah. they create that. Up and to the left is recall. Um, oh, so oh like, mm-hmm. very good. If how many windows, like think about your house. Like mm-hmm. your house when you were ten, you remember your house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How many yeah. windows were were in the front? Then you look to we had the a left. Big ass one. 
So usually if you're doing that, you're trying to create, like, I mean, you're trying to remember, that's recall, mm-hmm. so you're, mm-hmm. most people will look up into the left. Uh, down into the left is internal touch, and down into the right is internal uh, feeling. Oh, those are so new. Those that are, is... When we do interviews um, in the retail setting, we're usually talking about dishonesty. Um, I'll be looking, like, and you're looking for clusters. You're looking for... Mm-hmm. Um, a whole bunch of boring stuff. So I want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll Dang, continue great. with that. that was, I, I was like, I, damn, that's interesting. I have a dictionary next to me when <laughs> I'm on Carl's Oh talking. my God, that's me every day. I tell him and he laughs. He, like, he says words and I'm like, uh huh. I'm Googling. I'm Googling half the shit he's saying to me. Like, he's like, like I learned a new word, lexicon, which means your vocabulary, right? He's like, oh, you know your lexicon? I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's all technical. I'm like lying, like to catching people lying is like That's what I'm only f- gonna put it halfway in. Focus on the vocabulary thing came from her weenus. Weenus. <laughs> <laughs> I fell. I fell, and then I fell on my, you know, my elbow, uh-huh. and I was like, "Dang, I wonder if this is gonna scar." And Carl goes, "Oh, it won't, because it's near your weenus." I was like, "What did you say?" <laughs> he's like, "Your weenus." I was like, "My weenus?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, the extra skin on your elbow." I was like, "Damn, I got Bruh, a weenus." <laughs> So what does it mean when you so, call somebody a weenie? Is it on the extra skin by the elbow or is it the extra skin too like if it was extra on your pocket? <laughs> Serious. Would that, that foreskin be called How is this weenus spelled then? Because maybe it could uh, spell kind of like W-E-N-U-S. W what? W E N U S. There you go. Oh. But is it just extra skin on the elbow? On the elbow, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to to use it elsewhere. Use it elsewhere. Like, bro, this shit has a name, okay? I know. Y'all want to test my weenus? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you better wash in your weenus. (laughs) Did you wash your weenus? week I was like I hurt my right weenus <laughs> compared to my left weenus <laughs> bitch we got two weenuses right. <laughs> okay that's what I'm saying I learn words from Carl all the time <sighs> you are a wordsmith okay I'm good I can see great oh man if mm. I did nothing else for Naki, I'd use weenus. <laughs> she can use weenus. I love that one. All right. Now that we got that little nice little ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that was the soft one. Was yeah. soft. Oh, okay. Let you me know, we got to be respectful. Uh, Let me get straight to the one I really want to ask. There you go. <laughs> All right. Would you rather yes. be a lousy lay nope. or lousy at oral? Oh, and don't they both end up the same? Nah, because no? lousy at fucking be... or lousy at giving head. Uh, <laughs> giving. Okay. Lousy. Giving. Lousy. Giving, uh. not getting. 
Give be a lousy would fuck? you rather be a lousy lay? Yeah, or lousy or at sex or a lousy at or oral? Lies, yeah, I'd or be lousy at oral? Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, because in the end, you bring it home. You know what I mean? Hey, hey. You bring it hey, home, hey, right? Hey, Tesla. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna forget the beginning. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be. Damn, I'm good at both. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, um, I gotta give up damn. something. Um, I, gotta I need give all the guys to bring in I the receipts. Give this is true. something back. I would say, uh, shit. A lousy, lousy freak. Dun, dun. A lousy freak. Oral. Oh. A lousy at oral. You at, oh. I'd rather be lousy at oral. You at, okay. Danny boys over there cringy like this is my auntie this is my auntie this is my auntie he closes his ear I'm so used to this though I yeah, mean when he, they're he all together on some drunk shit he, he grew up no, on this no. just on some sober. sober shit sober or drunk <laughs> sober and he got his headphones on in his room mm-hmm. yeah I would yeah it would you be you either be lousy at oral yeah I, I think so like that's yeah, that's like the that girl that they, they ain't good I at know. giving head. Yeah, no, I, I'm shit. Okay, my uncle, my uncle's, my uncle's probably like this. <laughs> he just he just laughs. He just laughs. What's your partner? Oh shit, I hate. I don't know. This is hard. It's hard. I'm pretty good at both. There you go. There you go. Honey. I was all happy with the lie one because I thought, damn, we got out easy. We <laughs> we got easy. Out I was like, damn, that's it? <laughs> like, we got to go soft first. <laughs> and then it'll get hard. <laughs> it always does. Depending on who you are. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Shit. I think I'd rather be uh, lousy at giving head to. Yeah. Mm. What? I, I don't know. They, they both, it sucks to have it's, both of those be put up against each other. Because it all. It's all tight. It all goes hand in hand. Literally. Yes. Yeah. What okay, about you, partner? I'd rather be lousy at oral as well. Yeah. yeah. Same reason as Carl, though. You go, yeah, yeah. At the end of it, they're going to remember the end of it. Right. Yeah. 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 And I How'd feel you like I rather like I feel like it would hit me differently if someone was to say, "Man, you suck at bed in yeah. second bed versus you suck at or oh, that's it, that's good, it. Right. that's okay. not." But I can my ego yeah. can let go of that. But if you were told me you were horrible at bed, oh, I'm I'm doing damage. Your car windows being broken, slashing <laughs> your tires, <laughs> coming for your mom. <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> kidding, not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they could make you do some crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it will. Oh man. Oh man. Welcome to For the Cultures Podcast. <laughs> what it do, Kaipo? I'm your host, D Boy. And I'm one of your hosts, Bex Bumble. And we are in the studio with two lovely guests, two influencers in our community. Hey. Y'all might recognize their voice because they also have a podcast. Mm-hmm. We talking about Polly by Design. Welcome, welcome. How y'all thank feeling you, thank this you. morning? Good, All good. The energy up. is good in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We started off running. Yeah, no. <laughs> Okay. Mouth. It's been a, a long time coming, you know, yeah. uh, to have mm-hmm. y'all on the podcast. We had the luxury of coming uh, on your podcast Being last on year. Podcast. Yes. Um, and we've been, you know, doing our homework and putting in the work. And so it's good to really be here and share in this space with uh, the two of you, especially because, shoot, for myself, I remember... My first time being on any kind of podcast was y'all, y'all's yeah, podcast. Yeah, you spoke about doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, you got to do it. Right. Just do it. Yeah. Full mm-hmm. circle. 
Yeah, I think that's handed down, right? So it's kind of pay it forward because we sat in those same studios with Eli. And mm. we said the same thing, like, well, right. we should. Right. And Eli's like, no, go do it. Do it. And yeah. we did it. So that's kind of the, that's the cycle of mm. how things get started, right? Mm-hmm. Encouragement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, and see? inspire some people. That started with Eli to us. Right. And from us to you. Dang. You know what? Dang, I, re- I got to, now I, re- I re- just recalled something. I'm looking up to the left. I forgot. <laughs> <it was not>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, wait. Yes. I-, I was on that motherfucker's podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Shout out to Eli. What's shout up, bro? Shout out to the, the music, music box. box. Uh, can you tell the people who y'all are? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Poly by Design and FICA Podcast. Oh, my gosh. I'm Naki. I'm one of the co-hosts for the FICA Podcast. Poly by Design, which is really Poly by Design, um, is um, something that we started Mm-hmm. You want me to go there? Something that we started, yeah. like, I think 2017, mm-hmm. where we uh, decided to push and promote positive Pacific Islander role models mm. and businesses. Yes. Uh, because we wanted to show our kids that not only are we um, football players, athletes, and um, actors, <clears throat> but we're, we're so much more than that. Right. We're educators. We're, you know, uh, entrepreneurs. We're doctors, we're mm-hmm. lawyers, yes. we're filmmakers, you know, mm. we're pastors, we're firefighters, everything, you know, right. and all the kids ever see is that you're either black or white. That's right, the example. Right. So we want to show them that um, role models come in brown. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We brown. Nice. <laughs> so, and everything happens on your phone. So the kids are always on their phone. We right. where we rarely go to a website. Right, right, we right, rarely right. go watch TV. <clears> so. That's where we try to capture people's attention is on the phone. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. So Naki goes first, so she gets all the good stuff out of the way. Can <laughs> 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 give us so, the leftovers? Yes. Everything that Naki said, um, and I, we th- we thought that it's uh, from a uh, PI role model standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, very important for the uh, young ones, the next generation. To see positivity, to see people doing it, to mm-hmm. see people that look like them mm. yeah. um, that are out there winning in life. So mm. it could be winning in life and being, um, I don't know, we, interview, we interviewed the uh, Bay Area Bin Support, right? Mm-hmm. Those guys are out there. Um, they found a niche in, their, in the business that they did. So mm-hmm. they were working for the city, um, and they found a niche between the, the customer's need and what the city was providing. And they created a business for that. Um, so things like that where it doesn't, you know, winning in life is winning in life. And yeah. It, it could be any any role, any uh, career path, anything that, uh, and some of it's spiritual. Uh, but yeah. the important thing is show the younger, show the young ones, the next generation, um, what winning in life looks like. And right. winning, we out here. I love it. And yeah. winning not just because you're, you know, you've, you're passionate and everything, but if you were, you know, mental illness and you yeah, brought yeah, yourself yeah. out, mm-hmm. oh my God, you're winning. If you yeah. were sexually abused and healing, healing, you're healing, healing, healing yeah. and, and, and living your truth. Right. Hey. That, living your truth. Winning in yeah. life can look so different. different. I mean, I can yes. be a yeah. convict, right, that just got out of jail. Exactly. And I'm able to get on, get on my stand on my own two feet and move forward. It, I'm winning. Yes. Right. Right. There yes. is no there is no definition the society is going to put on winning. You're going to find somebody and you can tell if they're winning when you're talking to them. So right. it doesn't look the same for that. everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so true. That's dope. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into a lot of a lot how of you all got started. Yeah, I know there's a lot of stories to tell. Um, but what we like to do before we really 
get into get into the episode is we ask our guests to offer um, or to give an offering or a blessing uh, to center us. Oh yeah, <coughs> center us in this episode. So would y'all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to um, bless and um, mm. bless our conversation here. Mm. Let us focus and whoever is listening that they be healed mm. and get laughter and joy and that anything that we say will touch you in any way and lead mm. you to your truth. Uh-huh. Mm. So, oh, and then I had a quote because I, I loved I loved yes. it. This is my favorite quote. <clears throat> Um, I just learned it, you know, from somebody over there. (laughs) Um, It's um, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Mm. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Mm. Yes. Who is that by? Marion... Uh, Williams. Williams. Oh, yes. yes. oh. Yeah. It's a poem. It's a full poem, right, yeah. but it's awesome. So I do. I love that quote. Yes, I love yes. Williams. I love, I love that. that quote. <clears throat> yeah. So and, and it's and it's very uh, connected to um, what you what you all are doing with yeah. uh, Poly by Design, right? And with FICA Podcast is showing the younger generation that they can be. They can whatever, be fearless. They yeah, can be whatever. fearless in whatever you want right? to do. Right, and the fear is not that we are incapable; it's that we are, we we are the, the best. Yeah, right? or we could yeah. be one of the best. <clears throat> yep. I tell my kids that you could be whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do. I'll support you, but it's going to be hard, mm-hmm. and you're going to want to have to do it. Yeah. And yeah, and you know, you got everything you want. You have to work hard for. Yeah. It's not going to come easy. <clears throat> Absolutely, and we and I feel like all four of us right. know this very right. well. With, right. You know, just these platforms that we have created and that we are passionate about yep. carrying out. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you have anything to add to that, or you just, was that good enough? I right? always let powerful. Naki go because <laughs> <laughs> she was going to come. She goes. <laughs> uh, no, I think exactly along those lines is. Uh, Hopefully, people listening can uh, can hear four people, um, and if you're PI or not, can hear four people out there that are uh, following their passion, mm-hmm. loving what they do, mm-hmm. uh, loving what they do. And I think about the hours that we put in, mm-hmm. all four of us, into our passion and, and what we believe in. Um, <clears throat> it's not like a part-time job, you know what right. I mean? It's yeah. like a second full-time job yes. that you do all the time and are you getting paid for it spiritually every day yes monetarily mm-hmm. who knows it comes down the road but uh, when you're pursuing your passion it doesn't really matter so um, right. to me society's a better place when people are happy um, and if people we help people find their passion through this podcast uh, that's a happier society and it's a better place to live mm. hopefully we can get to a, a point where we're getting paid to do this. Yeah, yes. Because I like that. I like that you said that we get spiritually uh, paid, right? Right. Every day from right. doing this, and it's like, yeah, that's why we keep doing it. That's right. right. We love it. Yes. And it feeds the soul. Exactly. Right. So, thank you for that reminder. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> Bruh. <laughs> What's up? That was that was, a, that that was, was like a. a a, a Head, deep that was breath. actually a, uh, yeah. yeah. So I was I wanted us to try some different and uh, instead of each of us, you know, going after uh, going over our own individual bras, I was thinking that we could collectively discuss mm-hmm. something that has come up this week in our right. you know in our community. I think it's something that we know exists. We just have never. Um, we never seen, thought it would be in yeah, our community. We never thought yeah. it would be in our community. Right. Um, 
and I'll be honest. So, the bra, the bra for this week is about the young girl, the young Tongan woman, mm-hmm. or young Tongan girl who was abducted in uh, Washington. Yeah, I had seen her. Uh, I had seen the post go up. Um, was it last week? Late last week or early mm-hmm. this week? That she was missing, and you know, <clears throat> we, I've seen I've seen those time and time again. Uh, posted up by folks in our community. Yeah. And I was just, you know, it, it always ended up being where the, the people who were missing ran away. Yeah. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. And so they're trying to find them. But of course, because we, you know, this world is crazy. We don't know what could happen, but it's usually, yeah, folks are running away and they're creating these, uh, these uh, posts to, you know, get folks to uh, hit the family up if they see them anywhere. So when I seen the the picture go up, her name is Lorraine. Mm-hmm. When I seen the picture up go over, I was like, oh man, I hope she, you know, they find her. She yeah. probably just ran away or but something like that. I was like thinking that. that too. I that too. And then uh, a couple of days later, it comes out like the family, the family actually finds her, right, and mm-hmm. and is able to retrieve her and get her back. And she was abducted. Mm-hmm. She was abducted and like put in some kind of something to do with sex trafficking oh damn right and when i seen that that she was found i was like okay good she was found but then they had video of the her sisters actually going to where she was to find her and i was like oh shit she Mm -hmm. she was abducted right Mm -hmm. and like the the that somebody went live Mm -hmm. um when they found her and you just hear the sisters wailing that they found her and crying and embracing her um, and then other videos popped up of, like, um, them them in the car. They had to carry her to the car. Oh, wow. She couldn't walk. Um, she was banged up a little bit. I think she had bruises. And there's still, there's still details of the story that are... Um, not out. Not out yet. Mm-hmm. But this is all being done... Like by the by her sisters by the family they get, they got no help from law enforcement. Wow. Um, this was all because of a community member who seen her and was suspicious of like uh, where they were or some shit like uh-huh. that. And so she seen her and she called uh, the number on the poster. And I guess that's how then they they got connected to the woman that called and then somehow uh, got the information of like where she was yeah. and it was able to retrieve her and I was just like oh my god I, I fucking can't believe that shit you know what I mean like I was feeling so uh, empathetic yeah because that's all of our uh, that's my worst yeah. fear right yeah and mine too is that the, the young girls or just anybody in the family gets abducted in that way. Yeah, we always think that is not going to happen mm-hmm. to us because we usually travel in packs. Mm. Right. And it's hard for us to, like, we always see, I don't know, Balangis get, you know, we see this story on TV yeah. of, you know, Balangi girls being taken or, you know, but I've never seen a PI or, you know, right. girl taken. So it kind of shakes your whole insides thinking that, oh, shit, they're Definitely. coming for, you know. Yeah. It but is, is it, were they, was, how long was she gone? I mean, why, I'm, that's my thing is, how long was she gone that the police weren't helping? Well, it must have been It was released within the 24-hour, like, her, her re- being reported gone. Because I remember Lex had reported, well, our friend Lex, uh-huh. um, she had posted um, her 
um, missing picture mm-hmm. flyer. She posted like within that 24 hour of it being released of uh, her being reported missing. Mm. Oh. So it was like with like they reported her fast. So I th- but I think her her being found was probably within those two days or three oh, days wow. of yeah. being reported. Yeah, see. I think it's so it was important all to do it early. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, and that's that's one of the things that's hard with with society and, and police in particular is that it's you're more likely if to find your loved one a missing person if you're able to do it in the first 48 hours right right yeah. but then if you go to the police the police are like well how long have they been mi- missing well like 14 hours well come back in 24 you know, you know, especially yeah. a kid right well they probably just ran off you need to just wait i hear so many stories about where and I, I get it. The police can't go run off and chase everything, but you got to. We got to find that balance of, like, now is the sensitive time. Now is the the longer it gets, the less likely it is that you're going to recover your, that person, uh-huh. that missing person. So um, that they got her back as quickly as they did um, is that that's the way it should work. You know what I mean? The community worked together. They posted things. A concerned person knew that she was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, had a number to call because there was a poster out there and she had an active family there's a whole bunch of things in right. this particular mm-hmm. case that were that had to be there for right. you know for it to end happily that she she's found but that's hard because if you don't find them in the first couple of days it's just the odds that you find them diminish the longer it gets yeah but what's true. wild what was wild is that like The girl. That, well, I seen the, a picture of the girl that supposed they, you know, supposedly took the her. Abducted her. The yeah. abducted her. It has a her son. Name was Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have a son, aren't you? You know what I mean. Like being a mother, you don't have the fear of somebody donkey, abducting bruh. your son. Donkey. Like right. what? Yeah, right. but that's you as a rational person looking at that. But was that's wild. a sociopath but, that's yeah. going to be doing that? That's what I'm not thinking yeah. about. That part, yeah. that, that part. That part. That part. But what's wild is that like this. The, the person who's abducted doesn't usually, you know, get retrieved. Right. Right. It always ends in a bad, a bad way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's for me what was so uh, gut wrenching was that, like, first of all, she's abducted and they couldn't find her, and the fact that they found her and had the idea to go live Mm -hmm. you know like you're engulfed in the story right you're in it you're feeling it especially because it's like one of our worst fears and so like being able to see this happen where they get her back and just hearing the crying and and the wailing and the relief you know it's just like damn i I, I don't even know how to describe how i felt right because you feel heartbroken, but right. you feel happy because she was found. But yeah. then you also feel sad because <clears throat> what, you know, like what kind of harm was done to her right. and mm-hmm. to, to the point where she couldn't walk. And how many other girls are and, still out there? Right. Mm-hmm. How right. many other girls are still out there? And the the crazy thing, too, is that like there was a, another girl that once they got Lorraine back, there was notice of a Samoan girl who was abducted. Oh, wow. And um, the... Uh, this is all information from Twitter, right? Like, this yeah. is all happening on Twitter. Man, Twitter works wonders. Oh, yeah. Twitter be... Twitter gang. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter be, like, getting to the bottom of everything, right? But the the Samoan girl, she was kidnapped, but then retrieved, like, not too long after that. Oh, wow. All because of just, like, uh, again, right? Now it makes sense, that first 48 hours, like, 
the community actively working, putting yeah. it out there on social media. Right. Mm-hmm. But everybody who's in Washington is like posting, reposting all of this. Like, hey, watch out. Yeah. Keep you, you know, keep your kids close to you. Don't nobody go alone because pe- people are out there trying to fucking people are abduct crazy, yeah. right? Girls, and it seems like they're going after the 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 PI girls now too, right? I mean, maybe they don't have any prejudice, but. It's just it just it really shakes like, you, yeah, yeah, because it's happening in our community. Something that Naki said earlier is you you had talked about uh, <laughs> maybe we hear about Palangi girls getting uh, abducted. It's actually more the marginalized um, ethnic groups that are victims of uh, human sex trafficking, uh, trafficking. human smuggling. Yeah. Right? yeah, but the media. Like you would think it when it wasn't that way because the media doesn't play it that way. Doesn't play it that way. But it is once again. It's another. It's another crime that's more likely to happen to marginalized people and right. groups. So, yeah, because I didn't see the media on jump yeah, the on me- this. The media's not yeah covering it at yeah, all. Yeah, because I I went to go look for stories on you know just Google and mm-hmm. there was nothing. It was just all her family. Yeah. Posting stuff. I was like. Well, shit. You right. know what I mean? Like, shout out to her family, right, mm-hmm. for being the investigators, <laughs> and shout out to the community member too that actually said something. You know, yeah. right? And that's yeah. all tied together, right? Because yeah. the community member, she didn't know. Oh, well, there goes what's her name. I don't know. But wait a minute, I think I saw something. Oh, I need to call somebody. Right. There's a poster. Yeah. Um, Twitter's, you know, Twitter's a whole, a whole entity into itself. Um, did you y'all hear? I think it was last year in Hawaii. They had uh, the bomb threats, and they had the text messages and stuff go out to people and say that there's incoming nuclear ha- oh, warheads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, this oh, is not no. a drill. Yeah. yeah, they had those messages went out um, to Hawaiians, and it said... Uh, Emerge- it's incoming, like one of those emergency right. broadcasting. Mm. Incoming yeah. nuclear warheads. This is not a drill. Seek shelter. What? And so the entire state of Hawaii was... You know, what are you looking for? A table? It's like it's a nuclear warhead. Right, right, right. right. Um, but when you think of how information is dispersed, things like that hit social media. The text messages only went out to a certain amount of people. Mm. Then social media and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and everything, that's what blew it up. That's where right. the majority of the population heard it. But, I mean, different topic. But how scary would that to read that? Yeah. This is not a drill. There are nuclear bombs coming towards you. Seek shelter. And it was some guy pressed the wrong button and the message went out. But what the fuck? But yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like a prank or some shit. Like no, somebody pushed no. the wrong button. Yeah, somebody yeah. pushed the wrong button. Yeah, right, bruh. But like, <laughs> like you were saying with the, you know, how quickly Twitter and social yeah. media got the information in Washington mm-hmm. around yeah, to people help. is right. that's that's how it's actually faster than, than right. the government. The, right. The private um, the social media platforms are much faster than traditional media. Right. Yeah. And it really helps out, you know, with community that has to do their own investigation and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel really bad about um, not reposting it, you know, because uh, I was just thinking like, oh, she probably just ran away or something, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a kid, but damn, to to learn that she was abducted and put into, or almost put into some the sex trafficking, sex trafficking. scene. It's like, bruh, hell no. Nah. Right. That he was poor hot. girl. He was I was hot. You know, I, I've really been trying to uh, think about healing, right? And, and uh, we, you know, just last week we were talking about restorative justice a mm-hmm. little bit. But fuck that, man. Mm-hmm. Them, them yeah. abductors. 
I don't know. Yeah. They when I seen that, I thought, because that's my biggest worry is to have one of my daughters, right. one of my kids, actually, to get right. abducted. I will kill a motherfucker. Uh, I will, you know what I mean? I will chop your Queen. head off, gut you, mm-hmm. and not even think twice about it. I don't care. I'm going to jail. Did I get my yep. baby back? I mean, that's how bad, you know? Like, yeah, I'm right. like, I will gut you the fuck up yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I mean and I can't imagine what the, her mother was feeling you know yeah so, I mean yeah. to to like we would feel sympathy and empathy you know if this, yeah. to, for all girls that this happens to yeah but when it hit when it's at home yeah. man I know I would I would I would do the same thing. Yeah. I would go on a rampage. Mm-hmm. Me too. And then gladly take my <clears throat> turn myself in. Like, yep, I got that motherfucker. Yep. 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 They're over there tortured and right. slayed and filleted. And all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just take me to and, my and, cell. And, and, yeah. natural, and naturally, we think the, the abductor is a male. But when exactly. I thought it was a woman, it got me even more oh, pissed. Yes. Like, yes. I was just like, wait, hold up. It was a woman that, oh, right. like. And oh, bitch, you got a kid. Yeah, and you have I a kid. Know. It was just karma. a lot. Oh, yeah, there was a lot so of bad. things that factored in, and like, wait a minute, this is just, this is just like a not. It's not real. It's surreal. Right. This whole yeah. situation. But two things that I did walk away with, like that I sat with, and now I'm very intentional mm. is like knowing my community, because at the end of the day, your community will have your back over the police, over the, oh, the yeah. you know, over the government, Definitely. over the community, like community, social media, and community. Those two people, those two things right there, those resources. Yeah, you got it. You you missing anybody? Yep. Go to the community. Go to the, yeah, go exactly. to the social media. Like I don't even want to go to the cops anymore. Shit goes down. I'm 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 calling. I'm hitting up my neighbor. For hey, real. I need you to watch me. I need you to be keep an eye out. Right. Like even now, it's like if if I had a home, I'm like hey, I'm going to my neighbor. Like I need you to watch my house. Right. <laughs> Hey, my right. kids will be home. Like, and the whole neighborhood is going to be the babysitter. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they're the one, our neighborhood is who raises, yeah. will be the one that raised our kids, you know, and exactly. our family, whatever. But it showed the power of community. Yeah. And right. now I'm so, like, aware of my community yes. now. Now yes. I'm like, hey, what's up, Bob? Hey, what's up, Jenny? I see hey. y'all giving food out. Like, what kind of neighborhood are you living in? No, I'm, not, I'm in the East Bay now, so it's I'm a little decent. Yeah. But, but it's just, uh, I, I was like, very proud to just hear that a community came together and just put the word out fast, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever color that person was, woman, man, that reported this, just thank you yeah. mm-hmm. so much for exactly. hearing the cry on that poster. Did he even get a, 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 a just flyer. a... Yeah, did yeah. he even the, the meet the person that put the flyer up? She just seen it, ha- was very empathetic about it, and just said, hey, I'm going to report this. I don't know what you can get out of it, but I think it's here. Yeah. Like, that's just... That's awesome. It's important to know your community. It's important right. to be out there it's important to not be afraid of your community right. you know like these are uh, the people that will protect you that will put that will be your extra pair of eyes right. like social media and the community like those two I've never reflected so hard on it I was like I need to be more intentional in social media I need to be more intentional in the community because like those are our people right. it's know? important mm-hmm. to say something too yes yeah, oh yeah, right? like I was just thinking about like what if the what if that that community member who seen something didn't Never said anything. Didn't make that call, right? Like, oh, maybe that's her. Maybe it's not. I'll just leave it alone. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can never be too sure. And the fact that, like, she called and, and gave that tip led to her being re- uh, retrieved right. and recovered. Like, bruh, you got to say something. You yeah. Have to. You even gotta if re- you got to repost. You have to. Even you know, if you're, you're not you sure, yeah. just report it. Right. right. None to lose. Right. Hey, what do you get? You get the police go, oh, you're crazy. Okay. Yeah. Hey, but I, I reported I thought it. That was right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the y'all crazy. The best right. that could happen. Yeah. Right. We out the here doing shit. your job. Okay. Because yeah. right. I feel like even what you were saying, Carl, about how that part. You know, like how you're saying that they you can't, they can't just go and 
look right away, right? They have to give some kind of time limit before it becomes serious. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's your job. Serve and protect. If people are concerned or worried, follow up. Right. Like, do your job that the taxpayers pay your ass to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no. such a standard response. How long have they been missing? Oh, 14 hours. And how old? Oh, teenager. And you can just see the, the yeah. rolling yeah. eyes. Oh, that, She's you know, probably, just hang tight. Yeah. She'll be back. There, there needs to be sex trafficking training and there needs to be some sort of like way that's ingrained in the culture so that 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 that's not a process anymore right, right? because it, that could be that could be the the first thing that they they run to is like okay if somebody's missing let's think about this or where's well, the sex traffic unit ed- i don't know education is is important because um just like Beck said said there's women that are involved in this before you right. know and i remember as a kid i was told you know if you if you get lost go to a woman and right, make sure right. that it's mm-hmm. a woman. Try mm-hmm. to find an employee if you're in, a, you know. And a, but I remember it was go to a woman or at least a couple right. that there's a woman present. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting the education out there that, you know, be careful anyway, because that is kind of that's the sef- sex trafficking. If that's the case that the men are the suspects and they're having a hard time gathering kids, they're going to start utilizing women. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's they're going to find a way to snatch kids up. So it, I thought something was was interesting on the post that I saw and it was from Twitter, and she said, "If you see her, call somebody or snatch her up yourself. Mm. But by all means necessary, we need to get her back." And that lady didn't snatch her up herself, but she called uh, the family. Right. And the family, you know, they probably did call the cops, and the cops probably weren't reacting. I don't know for sure, but I would think that that's mm. probably the progression of that. Yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. And the family's like, you know what? I just we just go over there and do it ourselves. Yeah, that's bad. That's, po- that's true. That's powerful that they did it on their, themselves. I know that they right? did it themselves. Mm-hmm. Bro, yeah, say la. <laughs> Bro, yeah. man, it's just it's wild. Yeah, I think overall, it's it's great that she's back and she's home. And then, but then you do stop and think about like, damn, that's not a common story either. Yeah. And the fact that both girls that, that, uh, you know, the notice about them being abducted did go viral. They both were recovered. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's, um, just makes your heart race. Yeah. You know, because it's it's like, what if they didn't? And the fact that they got abducted in the first place, like how the fuck do you, where do, where do you start? Where do you look? Yeah. Like, people that disappear, they think, oh, they got, you know, after a long period of time, people think, oh, they gotta, they're they probably dead, you know? Mm, yeah. What if they're not? What if they're, you know, right, probably right. being I, sex slaves somewhere? And I, uh, I just I just pray for uh, for healing. Yes. For, for her whole, and her family. family. And, mm-hmm. and I also pray for, or I also hope for justice. Oh, definitely. You justice. know, yes. like, like. That now that um, they now that Lorraine was recovered, they had information about who the abductors were, right? Mm-hmm. Not just a woman, um, but there was like two other guys too. Oh wow! And I think it was like her husband and a brother or some shit like that. I'm like, how the fuck do these like people were sick, bro? Like, how the fuck do you conspire to go out there and like abduct people, other people's children? Yeah. Other and bitch, you got children, a kid. You got a kid. <clears throat> but how are there so many? I mean, 
I can see where you got one sociopath, one criminal, one piece of, you know what I mean? Piece you got of trust. Trust. Right? Yeah. So You got that, right? I get that. There are those people. But yeah. when you're able to, that person's able to go to other people and say, hey, do you want to be a total piece of shit with yeah. me? And they say, yeah. yeah. And then you go to another person and go, like, how does that, to me, right. is more disturbing? Because there's always these, you know, kind of lone wolf, like crazy people. But when you're able to go to family members or other people in your circle and go, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. And none of them are like, you're like, I'm calling the cops. You're yeah. crazy. Everybody's not only says that and then participates in it. Yeah. That's a like that's a weird Crazy dynamic shit. for me to understand. That right. There's all sociopaths. Yeah, like they, maybe they should all hang out together. I don't know. Well, I just want to give uh, some information. This yes. is from a thread that um, we seen uh, shared after all of this. Um, it's about human trafficking. It says, if you are in a public space being followed, draw attention to yourself. This will also draw attention to the trafficker whose primary goal is to remain anonymous. If you can, take a picture of their face discreetly and determine where the potential exits are. Remain calm but alert and always aim to be in front of the potential perpetrators so that you can avoid being exposed on your blind side. Examine your surroundings to make sure that there are no other traffickers who may who may have you sorry, who you may have overlooked. They don't always travel alone. Be sure to have a secure route to flee that will not lead to a dead end. Post a picture across social media and your location to warn others as well. Common indicators of human trafficking or sex trafficking are an inability to speak to anyone else alone um, or isn't allowed to speak on their own behalf. Uh, Scripted or seemingly rehearsed answers to questions being submissive or fearful in public, has tattoos or other markings that show ownership by someone else, has a much older sexual or romantic partner, claims to be just visiting or only passing through with no ability to clarify reason for visit or final destination, of school age but not in school, being deprived of food, water, sleep, and other necessities. Note, traffickers are also exploiting children to help recruit other targets. Mm -hmm. When meeting new people online, be cautious and let someone else know your exact location at all times. Um, let's see. Man, that's a lot of steps. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, no, right? there's a whole bunch shit, right? of things that I... That Definitely as a kid, I would have never thought of I know, right? Um, if you have information on a missing person or, su or suspect human exploitation, uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, the number is 1-800-843-5678. It's a 24-hour hotline uh, for... Oh, there's a 24-hour hotline for a National Human Trafficking Hotline. It's 1-888-373-373. 7888 Wow. Yeah. There's um just so uh, there's another there's another uh thread real quick. It says facts. Sexual exploitation and forced labor are the most common types of trafficking. Traffickers are now using social media as a, as one of their main platforms to recruit and advertise their targets. Traffickers are often portrayed as strangers but many survivors have testified that their 
capture was someone they were familiar with or even trusted at some point. Women make up half of the population of trafficking victims. And uh, let's see, people can be targeted within their own hometowns or even their own homes. Trafficking is a global issue, not something that is unique to foreign countries. There is no official number of human trafficking victims because a vast majority of cases go unreported or undetected. It is described as the hidden figure of crime. Yeah, so just wanted to share uh, this thread that came about after this, after this whole incident, right? Just and I wanted to ensure that we put the, this resource yeah. out there thank for you. folks no, that, thank you. that may have any. Yeah, those are the crimes that are hard to get uh, resources to because they're unreported crimes. Right, I mean, it's yeah. undocumented stuff, and you know it's out there. But to get funding and to get response from governments right, right, without right. data, it's really hard to do. Mm. And so thinking about this um, so that we could sort of uh, wrap this up and go to our break, right? Mm -hmm. What is something that you would want to encourage or um, suggest to our community to do to be, you know, aware and uh, prevent any abduction? I would just be a um, aware of your surroundings, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. make sure you look around and if somebody looks, you get a feeling, right. yeah, go with that, mm -hmm. that feeling. Right. So you get a weird feeling or a weird vibe, go with that, get out and just, just be aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Know the people you're around. Right. Yeah. I, just to add on to that, you know, don't, I I just encourage people to do not to not hide their kids from this world, but to educate them about this world. Right. You know, word, teach word. them how to survive in this world, especially where we're at now. You know, mm -hmm. it's like we can hide them, but if we hide them, don't train them, condition right. them, prepare right. them for mm -hmm. what for the realities of what this world of the state of where our world is at. Mm -hmm. They're gonna suffer. Yeah. Like so, it's like it's important that we don't hide them and shelter them it's important that we educate them bring exactly. them out there let them mm -hmm. feel the struggle let them feel the, the the corruptness of this world let them see it let, let, let them see the hate let them see things tangibly so they can understand what 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 um what what shit like that looks like you yeah. know but at the right. same time when you're home show them what what love looks like right. you know show them right. what empathy looks like show Come them what on. compassion looks mm -hmm. like show them you know but sh also show them how to stomach hate you know yeah. and you know like it's sad that we have to stomach it but it's yeah. like that's just the world that we live in uh, it's unfortunate right. but that's the state of this world and we just we cannot hide our children from that no more we oh, have to yeah. expose them to know how to survive because I don't know where this young lady was at I don't know how exposed she is right. to the shit that's happening in this world right. Right. but like I just hope and pray that our community like our brown community, brown and yeah. black, we continue to empower and, and, and mm -hmm. educate and let women and male know, hey, we got to know what our surroundings, we got to yeah. know that shit like this exists and mm -hmm. we and, this, and these are the tools on how to survive or, or how to protect yourself. You know? Right. So, yeah. Come so on, Bana. I, mm -hmm. I definitely agree with Bex. I think that um, the more age-appropriate conversations we right. have mm -hmm. with exactly. our kids, what's age-appropriate for a five-year-old, right. what's right on the edge, right. have mm -hmm. that conversation. Yeah. What's age-appropriate for mm -hmm. a 10-year-old, exactly. have that conversation at home because they're either going to learn it from the street mm -hmm. in the schoolyard or they're going to mm -hmm. learn it from you. TV, social media, right. it's all right. out there. I'd rather my kids learn it from me. Yeah. So yeah. don't be afraid to have those courageous conversations that may make you feel uncomfortable about sex, about abductions, about whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have those age-appropriate conversations as they get older at every right. stage 
um, so that they have some some of that information so that it's not like because you raise somebody in a bubble wrap like you bubble wrap your kid so nothing you know you keep them away from everything and then at some point the bubble wrap's going to come off and yeah. they're going to go to a job and they're going to find out man no that they don't treat me right mm-hmm. well if they've never had to deal with something similar to that that's a worse wound at that point than it is if they would have taken some little nicks and scrapes and cuts, you know, as they grew up. So I think Bex hits a nail on the head. Like, have mm-hmm. those conversations, teach yeah. your kids, mm-hmm. give them some adversi- yeah. age-appropriate adversity right. as they grow up. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you all. Thank you all exactly. very much. Yeah, that's I agree with all of that. Yeah. And it's something I was just thinking about when I was, uh, you know, uh, resharing and reposting these things was that, don't travel alone. Mm, you know, yeah. like don't go, don't that part. Don't go out there alone. Uh, it, not just walking, right? But even like driving or whatever. Traveling. You know, there's things that we have to do by ourselves, and we may need to be aware. But especially for young people, you know, yeah. don't travel alone. Um. Yeah, you know, I th- I just think about uh, my niece and that I'm giving her a ride. I'm walking her all the mm-hmm. time. I'm. I don't think we're ever going to let the kids walk by themselves, right? Because I remember being able to just walk by myself to school. Used to look out for, you know, mm-hmm. used to look after myself at home. But I don't, it, it's... Times are yeah. different. I I don't think I, it was safe back then either, but still, right. like, yeah. you could do it. I yeah. think it was still happening, but now with social media, it's, it, right. it's, it's right. more, you know, more aware, more aware yeah. of right. it. Yeah. And one thing I thought, like, when I heard about this was like, man, if this was my daughter... What was the last, what would be the last thing I want her to remember Mm. that I said to her, you know, Mm. because those last few um, seconds of your child say if something happened, that's all they're going to recall. I have my mom. I remember my mom gave me a hug. I remember my mom say I love you. That's how they're going to survive with the last few seconds of their last encounter. Mm. That's going to keep them alive and keep them hopeful. So I just want to make sure that my last few seconds of anybody will be hopeful because if they're ever abducted something, they're damn near on the brink of death. Let that last few encounter be the very thing that's kind of re- you know like a broken record in their yeah. mind to keep them alive or surviving you know so that was just one of the things that I was like man if my daughter if that happened to my daughter I want to make sure that she was wrapped with my love she was wrapped yeah. with my truth and she knows that these words that I'm giving her before she leaves are the words that's going to keep her alive and keep her wanting to be hopeful so that she'll find help you know yeah come on it's a touchy God. thing yes mm-hmm. yeah oh man thank y'all yeah uh we're going to tap into these announcements real quick, and we'll yes. be right back. Yay area! San Francisco, Oakland. Tap in with this new film, Moana Nui Akea. One ocean, one people, one canoe. Celebrates the historic Malama Honua worldwide voyage that connected countless individuals and communities from around the globe. Directed by Na'alehu Anthony. Tap in with our link on our Instagram uh, and if you have your phone available, check out our bit.ly. It's bit.ly backslash FTQ Moana Nuiakea. That's M-O-A-N-A-N-U-I-A-K-E-A. All right, y'all. We back for our ICUs. Mm-hmm. What's up, Anna? Who you, who you got this week? So my ICU goes to a young lady out there in Oakland, California. Her name is Mele Tofe Tofe El Tupa. She's an artist that goes by OT7. A lot of people call her Lex. She is, um, she's, she's been performing a lot of Tiki Pete's and I love her music, but mm. I, I actually knew her 
years before that, she used to sing on the worship team. I'm not going to blast her right now, but I'm not going to point out the church that I remember her. But she has a phenomenal voice. She's born in L.A., raised in EPA, and now living in Oakland with her life partner, my girl V. Um, she's 10 months into the game, the music game, and she's an unsigned unsigned artist. Um, she has performed and opened up for Tanel and uh, also local art, another local artist named Low Key. Uh, she's what five years and she wants well in five years she would like to be married with two kids so shout out to her but I want to recognize her today because she has been um, just evolving quickly as an artist she went from just doing Tiki Pete's well opening up for Tanel, doing Tiki Pete's and now she's getting bigger and greater platforms by the way she's just putting out her music via social media nice like so shout out to OT7 she, one of my favorite songs um, that she has right now is um, called uh, Res- Put Some Respect on My Name I was like, okay. Nice. <laughs> so, I mean, I would try to sing it right now, but I don't want to butcher her song. <laughs> but y'all got to check her out. She's on all social, all media platforms. Um, her name is OT7. But I want to recognize you. I see you growing as an artist. I see you growing as a woman, as a wife, as a mother. I see you doing great things. And y'all really need to check out her music. Again, her name is OT7. She goes by the name of, uh, oh, her name is Lex, but go by the name of OT7. That's her uh, stage name. So check her out. So OT7 Lex. Melitofe tofe. Just want to tell you, I see you. Nice. Nice. How about you, Nat Carl? Uh, I was too busy writing down OT7 and Lex a little bit. Let's see. Um, I, I see you. The protesters for uh, the TMT, the, the 30, miller, mill, 30 meter telescope on mm-hmm. Mount Kea. Um, protests usually are short-lived. Um, they end up on the media here today and gone tomorrow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, the staying power that that protest uh, has been able to maintain uh, is actually growing. And now I'm seeing money numbers in terms of what it would cost to uh, change the way that they're installing that. And I'm seeing money uh, quotes on how much funding would be taken away if they lost that. So they're talking dollars at this point. Um, wow. That is progress. Yes. And for the state, just to keep that protest and that, that uh, kind of has a spirit of its own. That whole protest, people have heard of it. Um, you've got celebrities involved, obviously, the PI, Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. The Rock. Um, but you've got other celebrities involved as well, non-PI celebrities. So mm-hmm. uh, the way that they've been able to um, promote that, right. keep it alive, keep it growing. And now once I'm once in my mind, once I start hearing dollar figures, I'm thinking they're making progress um, and right. change, change could happen. Yep. So the protesters of Mount Okea, I see you. Mm. Word. I, I think they'd be, uh, they prefer to be called, or they're calling themselves protectors. 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 Yeah, they're, they're protectors. The protectors of Mount Akea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, girl. How about you, Auntie? Um The one person that I can think of that sticks out, um, that um, sticks out is uh, Nani Wilson, who... <laughs> you know, I love that um, woman. I love her. Um, the only thing, the hey, she, mama. she has helped me in my road to. Okay, I don't want to cry. <laughs> she helped me in my road to healing, mm. to uh, living my real 
truth mm-hmm. and to um, leading me out of a dark spot. So it started a journey to empowerment. And she was talking to me about it and how it's a, we talk about taboo topics. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, when you, at some com- point of a conversation, I said, oh, let me know when you talk about child sexual abuse. And then she was like, why, sister? Why do you want to, you know, and then she started digging like she normally does, like she does. <laughs> and then I told her, you know, I was sexually abused when I was a child. And she said, you need to talk about that. You mm. need to come and speak your voice. You have to talk. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to talk about it. It's nobody's business and mm. this and that. I didn't realize how fucked up I was, you know, mm. by holding everything in. But she forced me to open my eyes, open my, my mouth and speak Mm. and I didn't realize what a healing it was Mm -hmm. to speak about that because it it that I didn't realize how much how fucked up I was you know it uh, it just Mm. it changed it really changed the way that I I thought so um, she got me to journey to empowerment I spoke on it and people came to me and said that it happened to them. We didn't mm. tell anybody, mm. you know, and I was like, holy shit, you yes. know, we hold so much in right. and it, it affects the way you're, you, it affects my relationships. Mm. I was, you know, I had dated fucked up people, you know mm. what I mean? And, and so everything cleared my mind and I was thinking of my mom too. I was like, oh, my mom, I see you, but that's a, a given, you mm. know, yeah. but uh, Nani Wilson is, is my my healer kind of you know I what I mean so, I love it uh, Nani Wilson I see you Ditzer I love you <laughs> nice hey mama hey mama that was beautiful Nancy. Yeah. thank you for sharing that yes um, my ICU this week it goes out to a young woman her name is Raven Afuola mm-hmm. um, on IG on Instagram she's Tamai uh, Tai Ray Uh, She's from the east side of San Jose, and she has a food business that stemmed from her experimenting at home uh, when she had to care for her siblings while her parents were at work. Oh, wow. Growing up was always a struggle, so making whatever in the kitchen work for her family was always the goal. And now she's venturing into business um, to capitalize on her entrepreneurial entrepreneurial, uh, qualities and make raw talent something inspiring uh, for those around her. She, uh, man, the, the food she be hooking up, it looks bomb. Oh, and I've I been meeting go. the ICU her for a minute. Yeah, definitely follow her. She's on IG. Um, her name again is Tamai Tai Ray, dot Ray. So at T A M A I T A I dot R A E. Again, her name is Raven <coughs> Afuola. She has a food business where she uh, cooks a really good food and mm-hmm. she sells plates on a regular and um, she takes a lot of business through her social media and she also has an email um, that you can find on her IG page have you tried any of her food yet? no I want to though Ooh, you it know, looks good okay, we're, okay. we're thinking about uh, some events in the future and so we're definitely going to need some catering so maybe we could uh, work something out mm-hmm. nice yeah uh, all that to say Raven Afuola I see you Awesome. Tap in with these announcements and we'll be right back, y'all. Samoan Solutions' 9th Annual 5K Turkey Trot for Charity is coming up November 23rd, 2019. Be sure to register at this link, www.5kturkeytrot2019.bpt.me. 
You can check out the event website at tinyurl.com backslash ssturkeytrot. Sign up today and let's get out there and run this 5K, y'all. All right, y'all, we back and we and are we re- ready. We really we excited to get into our Chop It Up with Polly by Design, FICA Podcast. Mackie and Carl, what it do, Kaipoos? Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nancy. It's not like Kaipoos. Yeah, it's not like Kaipoos, but we got two Kaipoos. <laughs> two Kaipoos. Okay. I'm sorry, Nancy. Speaking of, speaking of poos. Awakipoos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, how are y'all? Good, good. Good, it's good. So fun being here. Uh, it's yeah. fun yeah. having yeah. you yeah. coming on and, and, and chopping it up with you guys, listening to the podcast. Sounded like a lot of fun, and here mm. we are, and it is a bunch of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of fuckery, yeah. right? It's a lot, a lot of fuckery. <laughs> we, we pride ourselves on, um, you know, like having fuckery conversations, and then we have serious conversations. Yeah. We have really healing and yep. spiritual conversation it's just an array of everything array, right? Yeah. Yeah. right it's like right. we always just chopping it up yep. chopping it up and something that i feel we have an opportunity to do is to speak to y'all and really get the unplugged story mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Of, of how poly by design came to be um what you all are doing what y'all have gone through to do this um and so just to start off a uh, question i have or the thing i wanted to ask of you all is to tell us about Poly by Design and how it got started, right? How are you two connected? Mm-hmm. Um, and what inspired y'all to create this platform? I think, well, you want to start with a connection? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I was diagnosed with cancer in 2015, mm. in the spring of 2015. Um, and that's a whole podcast in itself Mm -hmm. but in the end of it uh, it's prostate cancer and I was diagnosed very young in terms of having prostate cancer Um, and I took 23andMe um, because I wanted to pass information on to my sons Mm. about prostate cancer I wanted them to have as much information as possible in their journey it's hereditary Um, can be oh can be okay so I took I took 23andMe, uh, put the vial of saliva, sent it off in, I think, uh, August or September. Um, and then I got it back. And when I got it back, um, I ended up finding my first cousin, uh-huh. um, Gina Pelu Manulelewa. Shout out to Gina over there in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- ended up finding her because she had done 23andMe. Um, so through that connection... Um, I was able to find my biological family. Wow. Um, and ho- ended up, so I found out on Sunday that she was my first cousin. Um, and that's 46 years of not knowing my biological family. Right. Because so you were adopted, right? I was adopted. Okay. So on Sunday evening, um, I find out and fast forward less than a week on Saturday morning mm-hmm. of that same week I end up having breakfast with Naki and her patient patient husband Mo <laughs> <laughs> hey boo in, uh, in Vacaville so that's the connection uh, we're first cousins our moms are sisters and uh, that's how we ended up spending time together I was trying what to was that to like f- for y'all to what was it like for you to meet your did you ever know about Carl? Yeah, so um, he gets the test, and my cousin Gina, who lives in Vegas, I'm at work, and she texts me, and she's like, are you busy? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? 
And she said, this man contacted me and says that we're first cousins. And I said, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) She said... I'm just standing over here with DNA evidence. Yeah. Don't mind me. Yeah, Don't never, mind me. never mind the blood test. <laughs> so I'm going to take you to Maury, okay? Uh, okay. I'm you. <laughs> let, let me ask my family first. But she said, he has this paper that says, um, no, she says, um, when is your mom's birthday? And I said, November. And she said, can I call you? And I said, go ahead. And she calls me and she says, this guy says his biological mother has three sisters whose birthdays are in November, which is my mom and two other aunts. And I mm. said, oh, shit. And yep. so right. <laughs> and I said, oh, shit. Okay, never mind that he has a blood test. <laughs> we have to go do our FICA test. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me I gotta check. I got to go to the coconut right, wire. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So then I apparently um, I have this cousin who one of my aunts, his biological mom, gave him up for adoption and, and didn't tell anybody. Or we didn't know. Oh, okay. You know, people knew, but I wasn't privy to that information. Mm. So when we found out, I was like, holy shit, I got another cousin, which really drew me to him I want to you know I'm like because I'm really close to my first cousins yeah. and we are, we consider each other brothers and sisters and mm. so when we found him I was like oh shit I want to get to know him Aww. and you know what what do we have in common what Aww. don't we have in common and so I just I latched on to him mm. that's so, awesome now he's stuck there's now a connection stuck. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what was that like for you Coral um, coming coming to finding your your well, first, there was uh, our paths had crossed so many different times over the years. Um, really? Yeah. Places like uh, Castle Lanes. Really? You um, was over there at Castle Lanes? Okay, yeah, that's the, what I said. Shout out to Castle Lanes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. What's Castle Lanes? It, it's oh, a, uh, it's a, it was a bowling, bowling alley, alley that oh. was in the city back in the day that a lot of the OGs hung out at. Hung out. Even uh, when it shut down, down, we would still be partying in the parking yeah. lot. So. I was from Sacramento. And Some I babies was about. born in that parking lot. <laughs> Conceived. <laughs> Conceived in that parking lot. Just kidding. <laughs> No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. There's some people listening right now. Move on. Some infidelity going on. Next topic. <laughs> so um, that, let's see, Hawaii, uh, one of our cousins, Augie, uh, was in Hawaii when I lived in Hawaii, and we knew some of the, we know some of the same people. Yeah. I've been to uh, some of the you know same houses and clubs and stuff that he had been in at the same time he was yeah. there. Mm-hmm. We were um, when I worked at Tower Records, I was running the booth at the Aloha Festival at the Presidio, mm-hmm. um, wow. and my family mm-hmm. was selling plates. Yeah, booths, yeah. And I got a plate. I got a plate from that's, that booth. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Wow. <laughs> So I was so happy when I was there. I'm like, man, I'm starving. And somebody said, oh, there's uh, Hawaiian food over there. And I was like, oh, all right. And I went over there and got a plate of food. And they were like only like four booths away. So I don't know who handed me the plate, but I was related to them, whoever they were. That is wild. Um, So a bunch of stuff like that where we had had almost crossed paths. I have a, uh, one of our cousins works as TSA in Vegas, and there was a year in Vegas where I was there. I think I was there almost 20 times in a year mm. um, because there were so many problems going on with the, the company that I worked at. So I had to have her run across her um, in TSA. Uh, so there was that piece of it. Um, the other piece was, you know, I had believed all my life I was going to find my family. Mm-hmm. Um, hired a private investigator. 
Um, wow. Did a Freedom mm-hmm. of Information Act application for that's what the information that I had actually sent mm-hmm. that had all of my non-identifying information, um, uh, the birth dates of our aunts. Yeah. Uh, but never got exactly, you know, never, never got the ball in the end zone in terms of finding them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the internet came around, and a Look lot of people. The internet. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> a lot of people were saying, "Hey, you should probably, you know, hire an investigator now." And I didn't end up doing it. And then when I got cancer, uh, people were like, "Hey, it's like now's now's the time." Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, "I still believe it's going to happen. I still believe it's going to happen." Um, so that all happened in one year. So if not for cancer, if you if you're out there right. and you want to find something positive in everything that happens in your life, no matter how negative it could be, Word. I was diagnosed with cancer in the spring of mm. 2015. In October of 2015, I found my I sat and had breakfast with Naki and Mo. So there's a silver lining, and we'll talk about that in the you know in Poly by Design's journey. Yeah. There's something positive if you want to find it. There's something positive in every piece of your life if you mm-hmm. want to find it. Um, that's facts. Mm, yeah. So I heard that. That's the the connection. Um, the beginning for me was just being around so many wellness programs and so many people doing so many good things for the PI community. Mm-hmm. It was hard not to get. It was not. It was yeah. Like, it was hard not it. to. You're gonna sit on the sidelines. You're gonna jump nope. in the game. Exactly. Right. And that's that's kind of where where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. How about you, Neki? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Just um, I've always wanted to. I always felt like something was missing. Mm. And then when we started to talk to and hang around people that want to you know not that I didn't you know but actually took action into wanting to to push our people forward or mm-hmm. de- mental health I mean that that in itself um, led me to want to do something and then when we talked about um, pushing and promoting um, PIs in just any form mentally physically whatever um, then it clicked I was like oh sh-. I've never had that feeling since we found PBD wow. I've never had that feeling where I feel like I should be doing something because mm. I'm doing it Wow, yeah, I'm doing it so yeah. I'm like so grateful for finding PBD and for just the amazing people that have helped me along my journey and helping my mental <coughs> being I've never had that feeling and I can't even explain um, how freeing mm. I feel. How freeing I feel to find this. And when you find your passion, holy shit. Yeah. You're just like, okay, you know, I can go now. You yeah. know what I mean? If right. I go right now, I'm good. Right. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Are you, are you both... Um, like survivors of cancer or is it, is it on remission? I like, is it a battle that's still fighting? Like what? So from my end, um, I was, uh, diagnosed with cancer and then like six days later, mm-hmm. um, I was told it's stage four. So wow. I have, uh, cancer in my, um, spine, in my hip and my rib. Um, so remission for me as a stage four, uh, cancer survivor, um, is not spreading. If, if it's not spreading, if it's being held in check, that's a form, the form of remission that, um, nice. I, that I, I strive for. Right. Um, and I'm a hundred percent in that at this point. I just, my nice. re- most recent PET scan was this month actually. Um, and there is no further, it's actually, um, the only activity that they could detect was in my rib. There, there wasn't activity in my, um, hip or spine Mm -hmm. so that form of remission and not having it spread any further Mm -hmm. i'm solid with that 
Naki has uh, Naki has new information as of yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. I got I did a PET scan, which is a scan that you do where they detect or they try to locate cancer in your body and there is no form of lymphoma, which I have lymphoma or had. Mm. Um, there's no form of lymphoma in my body and I'm just doing maintenance um, treatment now. Um, but had it not been for us doing what we were doing the day that I found out, I would have never, okay, fat ass was going to go get Peroskis. And we were going to go pick up Peroskis in Hunter's Point. In Hunter's Point. Oh, uh, gotta get them in the city. Right. Yeah. yeah. And got lost. And so we were turning around, making a U-turn. And as we made a U-turn, some car came flying in. I don't even remember, but she hit us head on hit us head on or whatever Mm. totaled the car and um because of that accident accident we went to the hospital and the i went in as a trauma patient and they found the cancer that had it not been for the accident wow i I would have never found the cancer right yeah so here's the difference i was was raised in fort bragg that's my adoptive family um i was up in the woods Uh here's the difference between growing up in the woods and the hood <laughs> yeah. I yeah. rode to the hospital, and she needs you know she's she's coming <laughs> with me, right? So I ride in the back in the ambulance. I'm ghetto. I'm all hooked up, IVs and everything. Everybody's you know worried about me. She's up in the front. We get to the hospital, and then this one's like, well, I guess I might. No, no, go. no. Because I have been I have been in a in an ambulance before where I my sugar or my blood count was low so they took me ambulance I got that motherfucking bill was $1,500 oh, right and I, it took me a minute to pay that shit off so when we get to the accident they're like do you need an ambulance I was like no I'm just going to <laughs> I'm just going to ride with Carl so, I sat in the front we both going to ride to the hospital <laughs> I was like shit we both going to ride to the hospital and I got the bill I said nobody check, check my temperature nobody nothing <laughs> They better not bill me. And then Don't, we get touch to, yeah. me. Don't touch me. Don't touch Don't me. Don't touch me so I get to the ER. Because <laughs> the ER bill is already signed. Okay. Now. Okay. Send him the bill. So we yeah. went to San Francisco General. Uh, she gaffled her ride. Yeah. I paid for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> she would have just called D-Boy. Okay. Can pick me up? Can somebody pick me up? It was oh, funny. It was, I, was, I was out of it. I was dizzy. Yeah. I was over on the sidewalk and this guy came out. I mean, the, the community was completely. Everybody I mean, they was were out on the so street. So nice. They came out like, oh, okay, here. And he literally brought a chair out from like, I had looking at the chair. It's like from your living room, right? He brings mm. it out and he sets it down. And he goes, here, sit down. Like, you're, you just need to sit down and relax. And I look and he's got, he's only got socks on. He doesn't have shoes on. And it's uh. just one of, you know, I was just in a major accident, totals a car. And because I'm so out of it, I'm like looking at his feet and I go, Man, where are your shoes? <laughs> this lady behind him goes, Don't be worrying about his damn shoes. Sit your ass down here. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, we in the hood. <laughs> you you worry about his shoes. Yeah. Worry about some damn shoes. <laughs> Sit yeah. your ass down. That's oh, a beautiful man. story, though, because you know, that's, that's like beautiful, that's silver. Bro. I mean, it, it sounds tragic, right? Yeah, yeah. But you found. But there was silver lining right. in it that you wouldn't have 
known you had cancer right. if it wasn't for that tragic accident. Yeah, if it wasn't yeah, for that. Yeah, the details with that is um, she was just there. She First, she was just there because she stole a ride. <laughs> Second, she was there because she was going to get checked out because she was in an accident. Word. Third, she was there because then they saw marks from the, uh, the seatbelt mm. across her chest. She could have internal injuries, so she went from that to a trauma patient. And that's mm. important because then when her x-rays happen, they get examined by a trauma surgeon. Mm -hmm. So she's had x-rays before and nothing was found. She had x-rays separate of, of this accident. She's mm -hmm. had x-rays, nothing's found. Because an expert eye is on those uh, x-rays, the trauma surgeon then sees what he believes mm -hmm. to be lymphoma. Mm. And that's why she ended up getting treatment is because we got in the accident. Yeah. She was a trauma patient. A yeah. trauma surgeon looked at the uh, x-rays, and he's the one that found it. So yeah. if not for the eye, if not for blue lipstick, as right. we, we nicknamed Because she had the person who hit us had blue lipstick. And a red coat or something. Yeah. There was something where Naki said, hey, I just saw something in blue, and I was like, no, girl. Well, yeah. What was she wearing? She what? had a red jacket, a red wig on, and blue lipstick, and, I, and that, that was the first thing that when I seen her, I was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> for real? <laughs> you were the socks. Like, you were the wig. <laughs> no. what, yeah. what, what happened to her? She took off. So at the, in oh, the accident, wow. first she yes. was like, are you, are you guys okay? Are you guys okay? And I was like, no. And then she started to take off, and people started started to chase her oh, but she was under the influence of something and as she was running away she was tr pulling her pants down and yelling rape and the two guys that ran after her turned right back but people videotaped her and I apparently we found out later that they caught her a couple of blocks and away where did they bring wow. her? they brought it to general hospital <laughs> 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 did yeah. they yeah, yeah. Wow. but we didn't know at the time oh that's right you guys were over there at yeah. uh, Zuckerberg yeah, yeah. Oh, my wife, my wife, Zuckerberg. I didn't know who she was. Oh, wow. so my wife was in the hall, and, she, and later she, I think she heard the lips, the the podcast or something. She goes, "What did that girl look like? Did she have?" And she described her. She goes, and "Yeah, we, she was yeah. on a gurney Ooh. out in the uh, out screaming in the hallway. and yeah, yelling. screaming and yeah. yelling." So she went to the same hospital we did. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah, they. T Carl was in emergency, and all the doctors were around him, and he said she was in the accident too. And in my head, I was like, "Oh, I'll just go see my primary doctor later." And that's when they seen the seatbelt marks on my chest mm -hmm. and turned me into a trauma patient. But the one <laughs> thing that I loved is like they said my trauma name was Whispers, and Whiskers. I was like, Whiskers, Whiskers. <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, my stripper name." <laughs> The Merce, who was a male nurse, he was. We had, me, we had him dying. <laughs> I was like, ooh, the Merce. I was like, that's my stripper name. Call me that. Call, louder, louder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So by there the time we go. left, by the time we left, that Merce was Elf he was, was hugging me, and, mm. and I was like, oh, we had, we had such a good time. I gotta go now. <laughs> we had half the family. I mean, we had a whole bunch of people from the family show yeah. up. So we're all we're all in this big room. We're just laughing, cracking jokes. I can tell they're just like, when are these two okay to, right, to, go. to move on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my so. goodness. So had it not been for the accident. Right. Yeah. So this, that's the good silver lining from that. But what's, what's really um, dynamic is the fact that, you know, you two are just finding each other, what, for the past five years? Uh, no. Or, or, or no, wait, four, longer. Four. Four. Four years. Four yeah. years. It'll be right? four years and next month. Yeah. You were just saying about, like, well, what do we have in common? What don't we have in common? Yeah. And you, you, all are, you all have built this platform. And I mean, not that it's something to 
you know, um, decorate ourselves with, yeah. right? But, like, you both um, have experienced cancer mm-hmm. and... You were in the accident together, yeah. you know, just all of yeah. these, all of these uh, challenges that have um, come in your way, mm-hmm. right? Right. And often when we think about cancer, uh, we we immediately think about death. Exactly. Right. But yeah. when I am with you, with you both, when mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by y'all, just the way you all carry yourselves and the and the way that you all do what you do uh-huh. <laughs> there's there's no yeah there's no feeling of death or anything right like cancer right. I know. cancer does not define the both of you no right, right. no that's i when i went home to tell my kids when we found out i mean that's all we know we hear the word cancer and we have a lot of family members that passed of yeah. cancer so when i told my kids they just start bawling you know what i mean yeah. and i'm bawling and i'm like oh fuck this yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go but um carl's wife who has a degree in genetics she helped me along the way and explained a lot of the stuff that i was going through and then you know it. carl too he's wasting no minutes i'm like oh, this shit ain't bringing me down you know what i mean i yeah. can't sit Carl's- still i gotta go 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 i gotta do shit that I need to do so that when and Love if it. it's time for me to go, mm-hmm. I've done it or I've tried to. But yeah, I don't. Is that is that sort of like how the you know like having cancer has impacted your perspective? Is waste no minutes? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Go to the grave empty. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So there was you know to me the perspective that I've gotten out of having cancer is you know it's it's like life it, we're all gonna die. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. the end of it we're all going to leave you know this this physical form that's the that's the spoiler for everybody who's yeah. like right um but then it comes down to well i'm going to die whether i have cancer or whether i don't mm. but i never had the perspective of man i got to get some stuff done mm. yeah. because i got still got stuff to do mm. yeah i got mm. stuff that i that i need to get done in my life um and it helped me prioritize what's important um, what I need to get done. Right. I need to help people. I need to do a whole bunch of things. Um, and then it gave me that perspective of like, you only get so many minutes in your life. You only get so many days, so many months, hours, weeks. Mm. But but to me, it's minutes. So I think about that when I'm like stuck in a boring meeting at work and there's no way for me to get out of it, right? I got to right. be in that meeting and it's an hour and a half long, right? Well, then it's going to be the best damn hour and a half. I'm going to make, yes. I'm going to get my notepad out. And if I got to be there, I'm not going to sit there and go, damn, I wish that I wasn't in this meeting. Mm. I've got to be there. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, make the yeah, most yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So come on. There's come those, on. you know, yes. I hear my kids, like, oh, I'm going to yeah. get to the joke, right? Well, there's mm. two hours of my life. I'm never going to get back. You're never going to get it back anyway. anyway yeah, no matter know, right? what, you don't get today back. Yeah. So that do part. the best you can with yeah. what you got. It is, isn't all like, yeah. you know, people are like, how are you so, you positive all the time no when i'm not positive i you know i get that's there i have depression i have moments where i'm like man i'm quite why do i have why do i have hormone treatment why do i got this and all you know but in the end of it i'm glad to wake up on this side of the grass every day i like that wake up on this side of the grass yeah Yeah. Yeah. and my kids are watching me you know what mm, i mean they're watching the way we react to oh mom's got cancer okay well i'm not gonna lay down you know if they watch me get this cancer and i just lay out fall out and give up that says a lot to them like you know how Mm -hmm. they take on challenges i'm like oh no we ain't going out like that say that come on we ain't going out 
teach the kids, by example, right. how do you deal with adversity? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you deal with yes. adversity and, and, you know, you just say, nah, fuck it, cash it in. Cancer yeah. in your kids' lives may be a bully, you know, right, or maybe right, a right, fear, right. it's something, yeah. but it's a cancer yeah. that you're teaching them through examples how to live and how to overcome it. Right. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So many opportunities with it. So many things that you can do. So many, um, it doesn't have to be about, be about cancer. I don't have to go speak about cancer. Right. To, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I've got to go educate. Yeah, that's going to be in my path, but it's my own journey. You know what I mean? My own journey of um, trying to promote positive PI role models. help. And in the end of it, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. What are we trying to do? We're trying to give our people better lives. We're trying to improve the standard of our people mm. in their lives. Yeah. So what are we doing? We're Now we're involved in uh, a tobacco program, um, a cessation program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that because we want it to help further and better the lives of the, of the community? And, yeah. You know, that, that whole piece of the more people I help get what they want, the quicker we're going to get what we want. We're, that is so true. Yeah. The, the more people that we've helped, the more that we've got, more we've gotten. Yeah. But, and I just want to side note, I'm not always positive you know what I mean like I'm human (laughs) I get pissed off I get depressed I'm Uh sad I'm crying you know but it's the way that somebody handles it like watch me get out of this you know what I mean but do you allow yourself to be in it I get a a good really good cry like if I get a really good cry and just like then I'm really good. Yeah. But, you know, I need, I got my girl that I talk to, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm yeah. talking to people that I'm close to and yeah. it. and let it out. And so, but if I get a really good cry, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's so. It. I love it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not peppy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's real, right? And right. I, and, and, and a shot of Jack, and we right? Don't, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> but we don't talk about that yeah, with we don't PIs. Talk about it. Like right. we think we have to be strong all the time. Sit down, shut up. That's right. my my generation with growing up is we're always sit down and shut up. And we never talk about well, I'm not. You know, I'm sad or I'm not mm-hmm. happy or I'm not happy. Just you know, feeling right. We need to talk about mental health. Yeah. You know, just to get over today's shit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big thing. Is mental health needs to be spoken about yeah because it's it's so prevalent in the whole trajectory of our lives yeah right, right. And how yeah. different things have impacted our mental health right it is it really see but is it mental health i feel like we should talk about emotional health because that's like the real thing i feel like with pacific islanders is that we don't i mean mental health is one but emotional health is not something that, that's like a little bit more direct like right. let's talk mm-hmm. about feelings let's talk about yeah. things that we can't that we have a hard time talking about you right. know it's, it's all emotionally tied and with mental yeah. health but it's like we're not really taught how to um sit with our feelings and right. feel you know yeah and it's like and especially like, talk about them like yeah right. <laughs> and right. being okay with depression you know existing yes. you know like if i say i'm depressed just know that it exists yeah i don't need your help i just know right. that i mean maybe there's support on the outside i can get but right. just let me feel let me right. feel this out mm-hmm. if i'm if i'm angry let me feel this out and it yeah. won't be it won't be pretty but let yeah. me feel this out a lot of people especially family they try to stop it right. and it's yeah. like okay that's, that's what where, i do yeah. with uh, with depression um i go get in it you know what yeah. i mean like i will you know I don't want to run from it. 
Like I want to go. You want to run towards I, it. I want to go muddle in it, lay in it, roll around. Like then I'm going to figure out what I need to do. If I shut the door on it and just try to like that didn't happen. Uh, oh, I'm just okay. I'm, it's going to manifest itself in some way. Mm-hmm. I'd rather take some control of that and have control or have some input on how it manifests mm-hmm. itself because that's, that's how that's addiction so yeah. and right. all those things happen. Is It's unprocessed feelings. One of my things that I always say is, is buried feelings never die. So if you got a feeling and you don't deal with it and you just stuff it away, right. it's going to come back how it's going to come back. Right. And if right. you go, go to it and deal with it, you can deal with it on your terms. If you just stuff it in your pocket, it's going to jump out of your pocket at some point, and you're not going to have a decision over how that how it manifests itself. Right. Um, I think that that's why I marvel about um, Tai Fa'aleava and mm-hmm. uh, Manu. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be clinical psychologists. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they're going to go get into that. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. the, the piece that Bex talks about, the emotional piece. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be, that, to me, that's that's why I just look at them um, with such respect that that's going to be, they're going to go dig into a big piece mm-hmm. of what's what our people need. Yeah. And not right. just for our people. I mean, obviously, they're going to be pra- they're going to be practitioners, so they're going to get a whole bunch of different kind of clients, but they're going to go deal with a, a big un, unaddressed piece. Right. One right. of the things that- A uh, huge need in our, in huge, our community. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That I learned was that I've this slows me down is that anger is a secondary emotion anger comes after sadness it comes mm. after frustration mm. it comes after different things it's not your it's not your first it's, your, your, first it's usually one. a secondary emotion right. I remember when I first heard that I was like nah sometimes I'm just mad yeah oh wait a minute no I was sad first yeah you're hurt uh, yeah I was hurt or I was frustrated mm-hmm. then I got yeah. mad and everybody knows how to deal with mad right, right. mad Mad's easier to deal with than sad mm-hmm. or frust- frustrated right. or any of those kind of things. Mad, yeah, I can, I can do mad. I can do mad well as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, as PIs, we do mad pretty well. Yeah. Right. I don't know that we do sad really yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Because sad is a little bit more open and vulnerable versus yeah. mad is protective. It's like you're just in defense mode. You're protecting, right. you're protecting. So it's easier to be protecting yeah versus vulnerable like i'm sad you know mm-hmm. and it's like the greatest fear is nobody will help you when you're sad mm-hmm. yeah. right you know that's why people don't lay it out there they feel like they won't get the empathy the yeah. support the encouragement the compassion that they feel exposed they, yeah they yeah. feel right. exposed yeah. Mm-hmm. that's it nobody, that's like, nobody wants to be bare like that right. yeah what if i call out and nobody answers right mm-hmm. well, i better just not call out yeah because somebody because nobody care right yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep. Damn. Man. That's deep. Well, uh, y'all have been met with, like I said before, right, so many challenges. Um, and what I really get from your stories and just even your examples, right? Like you all talk about promoting positive role models, but I hope y'all see yourselves as those positive real models as well right because of what y'all are doing uh what you all are promoting um and how and how you do it right not just because of pbd but how you your outlook your perspective on how you're living your lives whether it's you know having to deal with our own um emotional Mm -hmm. health or you know just around being a survivor Mm. um and even and uh have having had cancer and many other things i'm sure Mm -hmm. right auntie and then you know, with being adopted and um, having cancer and so many 
trials that life has presented, you all are resilient. Very. Right? Very resilient. And these challenges that are that you're met with are not deterring you from your purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? right? And right. so with that, I want to ask, what does poly by design mean to you? <clears throat> you want to um, go or you want me to go? Go ahead. Um, I think poly by design means to me, oh, uh, wow, that's a tough one. Um, it's, it is the vehicle right now that I'm able to attach, uh, to drive my, more the engine, engine's a better word, mm. that I can uh, drive my passion. Um, I think that I've loved a lot of things that I've done in my life. Um, I've written for mixed martial arts, working for Tower Records, mm. um, coached my kids. Um, you know, I've done a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, jiu-jitsu. I did a whole bunch of things that I loved, but I thought I loved until I found Poly by Design. Mm. So really, it, it is that big thing where I'm like, man, I've always said you got to do what you, you know, you got to do what mm. you love. You got to love right. what you do. Yeah. But it, and I thought I knew what it was until Poly by Design came along. And then I was like, oh, wow. I don't, wow. I never realized how much I was missing out on because now I know I found my passion. So mm. to me, um, Poly by Design represents kind of the engine that I can, I can start and rev up and push towards uh, my passion because now, now I know I'm doing what I love. What is it that you love of? Uh, oh, about, I love yeah. I love lifting up other people. I mm. love uh, promoting. So Naki and I, when when we originally when we first started this, I think it was I think it was Epic. I think it was Epic's website. There was there was one. I think it was Epic's website. We went to that, and I was like, oh my gosh! Like they're testifying in front of Congress. They're doing mm. like <laughs> how are we gonna? And I was like, we don't have to do anything better than is that, that when I was there? Let's promote. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. you yeah. were there when I was yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, looking at that, it was like, oh, my God, like they're testifying. They're doing all these huge things. How are we going to? And we immediately like it's not our job to do that. That's not our role. It's our job mm. to promote That's, them, yeah. like, mm. to, like to, to lift them up. And so we meet, you know, people like. For the cultures, mm. you know what I mean. It's another podcast. Some people would say, "Oh, that's your competition," right? Like, and people no, have said that they're a oh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, people they're have a podcast. Said that. So, and their PIs. Why wouldn't we lift them? Like, there's not. It's not a zero sum game. Mm. Right. It's not like if we give you credit, mm. somehow it takes credit away from us. So, no matter who we meet, whatever they do. It feels so good to just say, hey, can I get a picture of the shirt that you want to sell? I want to put it out there and have them go, do you, you are, so, and then what? Like, that's it? You want yeah. to, how much mm. is that? It's like, no, I want to promote you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those kind of things where you genuinely want to lift people and then mm. have them turn around and yeah, go, yeah. you know, hey, how can we help you? You see Those people. kind of things? Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Those, that's so inspiring to me that when, the, when that happens, we've come away from events interviews and kind of things and go and gone as we're getting back in the car and going that's what that's why we do it yeah like, we just day. did that shit yeah. 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 I'm, I just I love it's so mm. it's so interesting how you two have just come into each other's company and it's like you all have known each other for life forever, forever. It, does. it really does feel like I've known him forever 
Yeah. So it's and it's a good connect. His his uh, wife calls us twins. Yeah. And so it's we. <laughs> It's just, it's crazy. The um, So sympathetical. Risk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. What, so what does PBD mean to you? Oh, man, that is so, um, that's, it's everything. It's my spirit. Mm. It really has given me my spirit and my, my peace. Yes. Um, besides my kids and, and my baby daddy. <laughs> but, um, it really has given me purpose. Mm. Um, and um, my truth and I love helping people and every like people think we want something out of it it's kind of crazy like what do you get out of it what what is it giving you it's giving me like a real I just I can't explain the feeling that we get after talking to crazy amazing people like like you and Bex mm. and the struggles that you go through you coming out when you did and it took you a long time and all the struggle and the fight and you did mm. it you did mm. you stood up and you know what I mean like and watching you do that fuck you know mm -hmm. what I mean and Bex, all the shit that you've been through and mm. people trying to bust you out mm. and, and your beautiful tattoo and watching you <laughs> fight. I mean, watching people fight and trying to help people get what they want is our mm. thing. Like, if we mm. can help you get what you want and it feels so good. Mm. We went to this church. Um, they were doing a... Um, Bigger, biggest loser thing and mm, we thought mm -hmm. oh it's this big thing and oh the Emanuele and, yes and we get there and there was nobody there and we didn't know anybody and we were like oh shit should we be here you know uh -huh. and I was like is it big enough for us you know what I mean yeah. like in our okay who do we think we are right, right, right. Right. is it big enough should no, we, we were, leave we were no it wasn't literally that that we mm. didn't we were trying to make excuses to drive away right. so we were sitting across the street and we were like well, Neil's not here. He said he was going to be here. He's not here. It's kind of small. We, we, were trying to we were trying to, to build ourselves, ourselves up to just drive it. away. Mm -hmm. and Because we didn't know anybody. Really, yeah. that's what it came down to. We didn't right. know mm -hmm. a person over there. Right. And then we were like, this is what we're... Supposed, we're supposed to be to doing. Supposed to do. Get out of the damn car. And we got out of the damn car. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something they would have done. Yeah. We I like how y'all process together. Right. We got out of the damn car and we walked across the street and met the most amazing, humble, Look loving people. Yeah. They were so humble and so gracious and they just loved all over us. And by the time we left, I was crying. I was mm. like, oh my God, I'm so glad we came here. We met just. It, they were just lo they loved all over us they mm. loved all over us invited us back to speak to their youth and I was Love like it. Oh, okay that's awesome but I just I, it's 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 my spirit I think mm. it's, it's added to mm. my spirit and mm. I, it's not even work to me like people say you gotta work for your passion and and I get all the stuff that we do we research and reach right. out to people but it's it's not work I love it how you know it's it's uh, it's meant to be it's the passion is people tell us no and usually people tell me no and I'm like fine whatever you know what yeah. I mean? I'm just like, because I hate, like, rejection. Yeah. <laughs> With Poly by Design, that. we ask all the time. We fail all the time. People yes. tell us no all the time. Yes. And it doesn't, we're just like, okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> next, where before, yeah. I would have been like, what do you mean no? What's so, wrong with me? Like, some type of yeah. way. Huh? You know, then yeah. I go talk about the person. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've had I've had so many people that we've asked to be guests, and I, when we first started, mm -hmm. people were like, "No, no, thank you, no." Then I was like, "Oh, damn!" And I kept going. I was like, "Okay, fuck you then." <laughs> <laughs> Just 
kidding. Just kidding. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Just one day, you know. I'm like, I get it though. I'm like, I get it though. You don't know who I am. You know, when we first said, you don't know who I am. You don't know what I'm doing. I don't want nothing from you, and you don't get it. You know what I mean? And so we have to. We had to prove ourselves. Like, yeah, we'd ask people on the to come on the show, and I had one person say, "Well, how much is it?" And I'm like. It's nothing. It's free, right. and they didn't. Me, they didn't come on because I don't. I think they didn't trust me. She you know told what me I mean? that. She's mm. like, and they said, "How much is it?" And I was like, "How much do we pay them, or how much do they pay us?" Yeah, I just and the people didn't know who we are were and why. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Why right. you know? So it's like okay. I don't want to explain it to you. Okay, <laughs> here's my here's my website. Yeah, no, but I just I love it. I love the pe- and the pe- amazing people that we meet. Yeah, that's you the know? best thing about. It. There's no competition. Yeah. There's no competition Facts. for us because Facts. all we got to what are we gonna do? I We're gonna it. promote you. Yeah. Yeah. we do this better. You, if somebody started a, a podcast and a company that said, "Hey, we want to push and promote positive PI role models," we'd want them on our show. They right. do the exact same thing. Then great. Then if awesome. you're able to promote more, then right. awesome. Right. There, we don't see anything as competition. We only see it as more people to promote or more right. programs yeah. to promote. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love that. I love it so much, especially because I feel that. I feel what you're saying in terms of like it being your spirit. Yeah. And it being the engine that drives your passion. Right. Like we see those playing out in real life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But let's get to this tea real quick okay, about let's pe- get the tea. people talking about oh. <laughs> uh, us being in competition. Like, <laughs> that's funny. That's wild. Right? I haven't had, but even uh, we went to go see um, Island Block Radio. Uh-huh. And, and Joey, he even said, you know, people think we're competing with each other. Like, they were like, oh, you don't like Cisco? He's like, somebody said that to us. And he's like, no, he's one of my good friends. I yeah. think people don't understand that we're trying to. Uh, give people a variety. Yeah, give uh, options. Options, you right. know, but we, but that we're we're brown people trying to help each other, and they, it, and people ask, I, and I always say, you know, we're not for everybody. Right. But that's why we. But go check out for the culture that might be for you. Right. Go check out Afrotene that might right. be for you. Yeah. You know, but right. isn't it awesome that you get an option? You right. get yeah. options right. of brown people yeah. doing different right. things. Right. There, it wasn't before. Right. But how amazing is it now that right. we're out here? Yeah. And go I check love us that. Out. <laughs> I love that perspective, and I'm glad that we're doing this, and mm-hmm. I hope we can continue to do this often. Where. We're coming together mm-hmm. as entities, as podcasts, yes. to promote how uh, promote unity, right? Right. And, and promote uh, collectivism. Yes. Because uh, we are a collective of folks doing doing this thing we've mm-hmm. we've never done before, but it's it's um. It's part of our history, right? right? It's part of our culture. Yes. We are yeah. storytellers. Exactly. Yes. We come from yes. all traditions, mm-hmm. right? Yes. We're orders, yes. and you know we're just. We're just um, adapting into the times, right? right? Exactly. And so, like, there are so many orators out there. Like, let's continue to build more podcasts, mm-hmm. maybe even in language, right? Like, yeah. let's have, right. yeah. You know, I know folks are um, even doing podcasts via lives on uh, Facebook, right? Oh, like, yeah, shout yeah, out to yeah. Fish and the girls. Um, they have their live stream. I've seen that. Their That's live awesome. Podcast Congratulations. That every, um, every Monday, I believe, on mm, Facebook. Yeah. And they're just, you know, they set up their camera. Yes. And they just 
they go, go into uh, yeah. their study, right? Or, yeah. or just their, their talk. And it's like, I love that this is available. Yeah. Right? I, I love, love that your podcast is available. I love that when I was on um, the podcast app yeah. and I was looking at uh, yours or ours and there's recommended podcasts other, and it's yeah, other I've gotta go check. I'm going to go check some of those out. Yeah. I love the one thing. I was taking the um, Oceania of the Arts class with professor lossie and one of the main things that i love that that i came out of that class is um we have to we're starting to tell our own story yes i love that we let us tell our own story instead of somebody you know colonizers telling a story for us right you know their version of what they see of us and now we're telling our own story of us yes Yes. i love that i got that out of the class big shout out to professor lassie yes we see you last uh well just one last or yeah i just want to touch on one last thing um, because I've heard it come up multiple times is there's a lot of talk around this space, Journey to Empowerment. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to ask, how has Journey to Empowerment impacted your lives? Oh, my God, that's crazy. That's a huge Journey to Empowerment is a huge part of my healing. Mm. I touched on it earlier, how mm-hmm. your mom, mm-hmm. uh, Nani Wilson, um, had they not had that space for me and other people to talk about taboo topics, um, I don't think I would be in the space that I am now. Mm. Right. Um, her having this space for p- people to talk, um, knowing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big thing is knowing that you're not alone in whatever struggle, you know, whether you've been uh, your partner is, you know, domestic violence mm-hmm. or sexual abuse or, or you know a mental illness that it's it's you're not alone and there are PIs like you going through I think that's the key is knowing that there's Pacific Islanders going through the same thing that you're going through mm. and let's talk about it and right. um, I love Journey to I can't get to it as much as I can mm-hmm. right, because of uh, stuff that is going on but I love 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 Journey to Empowerment because of, of the way that it's it healed me and the people that it's healed mm-hmm. it's, it, it saves so many lives I'd have to say so many lives and I talk about you know when people come out and I talk about this all where like you came out mm-hmm. and, and you Bex you never know who's listening right. to mm-hmm. that one person that has heard has seen someone that looks like them mm-hmm. coming out that oh Mm. I'm not by myself you know mm-hmm. that you don't you don't realize the people their mental being and they could have mm. killed themselves right. you know what I mean so right. you never know the lives that you touch by just speaking on on your truth right. and you shared about it. how like uh, my mom you know just asking you well, why she's you resilient. wanted to sh- yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's, she is and how she resilient. like not push you, but just ask you questions. Encouraging, and yeah. Encourage it you really to was. Share your she story. has the words to, you know. She's been in this in this field field mm-hmm. for a long time, so yeah. she has the key words to kind of help you along the way. And she really, I say she pushed me, but she really was like guiding me towards yeah. you know navigating you navigating through, yeah. me towards my healing or helping me to to speak about it because before I would speak about it and I just the minute I open my mouth to even think about it I'd start crying yes. I would just straight start crying yeah. but now when I speak I'm a lot stronger because I've spoke on it more and I want you to understand my story mm. and I want you to hear it and know that you're not alone because usually when Love I'm crying it. you can't hear me you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. but I want you to understand where I'm coming from mm. so that 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 I love Journey to Empower 
empowerment. Mm. And it's also brought us to, um, we had, when I first met Carl, Andrew Vai was going live. Well, he wasn't, but oh. somebody was going live on Journey to Empowerment, which started us going again. Um, and I said, Carl, th- this is the space. You, let's, you need to check out this space because mm. it's amazing. And I hadn't been, you know, I hadn't had that feeling in a long time. But Andrew was on doing spoken word or doing something and it just it reached out to us and so since then mm-hmm. we we were going as much as we could I love that you shared about how like the power of you speaking your story mm-hmm. helped uh, you heal yeah right right and I just wanted to ask really quickly like what else was the process around healing right being a survivor of sexual violence like what else um did, did healing look like for you? Oh, gosh. Um, was or was like talking about it the first step? Talking about it is the first step or really taking a mental note about why, mm-hmm. um, you know, not taking blame, you know, mm. that it wasn't my fault. Right. I, I had to come to terms with that. It wasn't my fault. The person or the person um, that that person needs help, mm-hmm. you know, and I pray that that he gets help and that this didn't happen to a bunch of other people because I didn't speak up about it mm-hmm. and nor have I said this person's name mm-hmm. and and I just I'm not I won't right. I, or maybe I will someday but I won't but right. I know that I I just um, talking about it and really um, talking and talking is is a big healing to me And so, and I talked to my girls, you know, Mm -hmm. I talked to my girls before I went to Journey to Empowerment so that they know um, why and why we're going. And I have four girls. So Mm -hmm. my thing is anything that feels uncomfortable, um, get out, you know, and that no is no, right? you know. Consent is. Consent. Consent is important. Yeah. How about you, Carl? Uh, Journey to Empowerment for me, the the first time that we went, um, she had called me up and said, hey, check the uh, go live out so i watched that and that resonated so we ended up going to the next one it was uh november of 15 and um i got you know i i I think we did painting that night Mm -hmm. um and i can't remember his name but uh, there was, there was, felt like there was like a professional pr- painter mm-hmm. in the room. Everybody That's was Ivan. like Ivan. Goddamn Ivan! So <laughs> everybody's painting. Ivan. Oh, everybody's painting, and it's all like all amateurs. And then I look at the table in front of me, and I was like, well, "Did he rip that out of a magazine?" Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! It was like this amazing picture. That's one of the things that I remembered that night. But um, I was looking for something. I had I had completed chemo in September. Mm. Of that year, and I was wrecked. I mean, right. I, I didn't know how bad I was until I saw pictures. I would even see pictures of myself during chemo mm. and not think I was that bad. And mm. then years later, I remember you showing me a picture of when that Saturday we, met, we first met, yeah. and I was like, he oh my God, totally I different. look like shit. Mm. Like, wow. holy cow. And people were like, yeah, you were going through chemo. So in October, I was still in full, like, messed up completely wrecked i had gone to journey to empowerment um i think she knew it too because she was like hey check this out this is something you want to go to i was looking for something i was looking for like help like you know some support um i went i painted uh i shared my painting i did all that but at the end of the night um your grandmother Mm -hmm. auntie tutu took me by there's a picture of us holding hands and we stood there stared at each other for like i don't know 15, 20 seconds straight, just staring at each other. And she's like, it's going to be okay. 
You're going to be good. And I remember thinking, holy crap, I found it. Like, I'm, when is this? Is this every Friday? Is this yeah. tomorrow? <laughs> when are the, and it's like, oh, it's the first Friday. I'm like, damn, I got to wait a whole month till I come back. Yeah. So after that, I was like, I wanted more of that kind of thing. So uh, Cafe Wellness we was every Cafe other was that for mm. every Friday. So that led me to Cafe Wellness. And then it led me to, I don't know how many J2Es in a row I went. But that first one was crazy impactful to me. And it had w- everything to do with uh, your grandmother. Mm. That was that was a special moment in my life. Shout out to my that. grandma. Tutu. Shout out to Tutu. Happy her birthday. Happy birthday, Tutu. Tutu. Happy birthday on yeah. Friday. Grandma, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Friday the 13th. The sun is here. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, I um, You know what's really just beautiful is that like there's such an importance about holding space mm. for us to have these kind of it conversations really and these yeah. interactions. And spaces like Journey to Empowerment and Cafe Wellness and Hopefully there's spaces out there that are created for our, our people to mm-hmm. to dialogue in this way. But I also want to just recognize the both of you mm. and also recognize us mm. that like we are doing that same work and having mm-hmm. this yeah. platform, right? This podcast um, is because we want to hold space for our community to dialogue in right. this way, right? And connect. We can we can do all these things together, right? And right. so. There's just such power in your stories. Um, I'm so I'm so inspired. I'm so checked as well, right? right like right. I've been checked by y'all just sharing everything you shared because there's challenges I'm going through um, often, and and I just gotta remember that it's gonna be okay, right? Yeah, right. Right. I'm not gonna yeah. waste any minute. I got no minutes to waste. Mm. Um, and so every, I think everybody's you. problems, like it, you know, cancers cancers like the big C war you know all right. that everybody's problems are real yeah. and they're huge yeah. and it's relative like you to say oh yeah what's your problem you got a kid over there in you know Ethiopia that doesn't know like right. yeah there's there's problems but in your mind if you're a rich person there's rich people that commit suicide all the time right. yeah. and we you know if you don't don't have millions you go what kind of problems would that fool have yeah. right. problems you don't have you know right. what I mean? So it doesn't have to be cancer. It doesn't have to be, you know, we have to compare adversity. Right. Adversity in your life is 100% real. It's exactly. huge. It's stuff that you got to deal with. Yeah. Adversity in our lives is the same. You know what I mean? So it doesn't, you don't have to put a name to whatever you're going through. It's real for you. You got to deal with it. You got to find ways to deal with it. You got to find ways to, to, um, for self-help, self-care, self, you know, self-maintenance, all those kind of things. But, you know, there's not, it doesn't have to be cancer. Like adversity yeah. for whoever is real for them, and it doesn't, yeah. you know, you don't have to compare things. Yeah. I'm just reminded about looking on the bright side or, or finding the silver lining in, yeah. in things, right? Yeah. Finding the silver lining, I think that's really important. Um, Sometimes it's hard. It's hard. And you yeah. got to look really you hard. You got to look really deep. Yeah. Sometimes right. it's it not immediate. Some Sometimes yeah. it's not immediate. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like in the right. moment, man, I ain't finding no, nothing. Never am I going to find something positive about this. Right. A couple of weeks later, you, oh, okay. I, I can see it now, I see but it. Right. I wasn't seeing I'm it. I'm glad I went through right. that. Yeah. 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 Somebody yeah. told us that day, you know what I mean? We got in that wreck at the point that we were laying on the sidewalk in Hunter's right. Point. Oh, this is a good thing. Yeah, no. It's in uh, retrospect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just awesome that somewhere that in your journey that 
you two made a conscious decision that this is not how I'm going to play this out for the rest yes. of my life. Yes. Like that's the power of like your both of the stories that you two hold. Like, because there's to there's a decision that you have to make. It's either live happy or just live according to your sickness or whatever yeah. it is that you're living with. And you two live as if it doesn't exist. And like the fact that you guys played it out that way. It just it speaks a lot more than just like for me I I knowing both of your stories I want I rather be I rather lean into more of like your happiness because of how you carry yourself than mm. if you were to carry yourself with the sickness I would lean into more of the sickness but yeah. it's all according to how you carry yourself so I'm definitely like dang so what's going on in your life yeah. now I want to know about yeah. Fika yeah. I don't want to know about your sickness but if you carried yourself as someone who's sick I got this now I want to know about your sickness yeah. you know it's right. like you two make your you guys carry yourself so well that you, we all we only want to know about the good things that are happening yeah. you know oh, and but y'all are real ass people you know oh, like all these go. great things are up here ratchet I know. classy I know. I know I was like is there anything I don't want to talk about <laughs> no <laughs> yes me a little bit of hood <laughs> I love it we love though. it we yeah. are honored We've been talking. Oh well, God. we give Thank you guys shout outs all the time, so it's like it's great oh, to here. finally have you guys sit in. And yeah, it's just amazing. I'm just so blessed. I'm glad to be here. Blessed by your stories. Thank you for being Thank here. Thank you for Thank sharing you. space with Paving us. the way. Yes. Oi. Oi. <laughs> um, and we hope we could do it again. Yes, oh, definitely. Again. Just a matter well, of which city we do it. We should do a live show. We'll put that out there. We should. We should have a collective. Yeah. With Afrotate too. Right. Throw it all, in. Us, all us podcasters. <gasps> oh, yeah. We should meet quarterly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be really? awesome. Yeah. Man, if we all in let's one put it room. Out there. Yeah, like, we'll put it out there. Afrotate, let's hope she's listening. So Come put it out on. there. Let's <laughs> start this collective. Yes. But thank you all so much for being here. Oh, I know thank, we've you, been thank, you, thank you. Thank we've you. We've been chopping it up. I know we got things to do. Uh, we got to get up out of here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to try something new. We got a partner? Yeah, we're going to close it out. We Normally, we close it out with a simple question. Mm-hmm. Like, um, how are you going to take care of yourself for the rest yeah. of the week? Uh, this week, um, and shout out to our, <laughs> shout out to my partner right here. We've been meeting <laughs> up weekly, and we've been just brainstorming and cre- just trying to create. So uh-huh. we came up with this new thing, and we're going to try it. This is our first time okay. trying it. Yes, so we this get is to try pretty it with awesome. Nice. So this is just uh, fill in the blank. I'm just going to start out, start it off with um, an idea, and then you guys can just fill in the blank after. Okay. okay. So I'll start off right here. When I think of love, I think of family uh, yeah my kids kids yeah uh, I think of unconditional love mm. Mm. and I think of God mm. yeah definitely mm. okay here's another question when I think of cancer I think of fight like hell mm. Mm. peace mm. I think of uh, it's not the end. Mm-hmm. Thanks to these two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, partner? And I think of being present. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. When I think of suicide, I think of sadness. Mm. Hurt. Mm. Pain. Yeah. Mm. I think of just 
deception. I think it's, yeah, deception is what I think of when I think of suicide. What does deception mean? Just under the wrong deception, you know, just having this deception of the truth, you know, just believing that it's, believing something that doesn't exist, you know, so just, mm, just being. Gotcha. Yeah. When I think of healing, I think of. Persistence. Mm, peace. Mm. Uncomfortableness. Mm. Wholeness. Mm. When I think of my 15-year-old self, I think of... Ooh, Buckwild. Hoyle. Yeah. <laughs> I was an angry 15-year-old. Angry 15-year-old? I was trying to find myself. Oh. Mm. And I was... Playing sports. <laughs> That's all I can remember. Fifteen. <laughs> Playing sports. All right, y'all. Uh, thank you so much. I, oh, I actually you. love that. That was a little Just different. A little different kind I like of clothes. Yeah, Provoking. I like it. I like it. Make us uh, rec- recollect. <laughs> yeah, I was like Man. fifteen. Damn. No. Yeah. Well, thank you two so much for joining us thank again. You. Yeah, thank you great, for having us. It's been a great time having y'all here. Mm-hmm. Um, how can folks get in contact with you? Yes, how can Naki. we? That's how, all Naki. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are the contacts and how can we yeah. uh, subscribe? If you can find uh, FICA on everything, we have an app, or you can go to, um, what is it, iTunes and SoundCloud and Google. Um, PBD is on all social media outlets, just Polly by Design, uh-huh. Twitter, which we suck at, <laughs> um, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, that's where you'll find us. YouTube. YouTube. Ooh. Oh, nice. Ooh. Subscribe yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, and we go. We just started going live on Facebook on Sundays. So, FICA every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. What? <laughs> and there's a what? Do you guys have a website? We have a website, um, polybydesign.com, and nice. our email is naki at polybydesign and carl at polybydesign.com. Nice. Word. Yes, tap in with them, y'all. Subscribe to all channels. I mean, as always, you can tap in with us on all social media platforms at For the Cultures and tap in with us via email at forthecultures at gmail.com. Um, other than that we will see y'all on the next episode remember to take care of yourselves do the healing and uh, freedom to all (laughs) (laughs) peace love and happiness y'all peace love and happiness this episode is brought to you by Karel Lokengi and Anne-Marie Fai thank you for your generous donation and continued support of our podcast we see y'all what are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture.